Welcome to 5.5, the show where we watch 5.5 rated movies from IMDb and visit the side streets of Hollywood so we can give you the reviews of hidden gems or terrible movies you should stay away from. So ready your popcorn, lean back, and enjoy the show. You're listening to 5.5. Welcome back to another episode of 5.5. And uh, as usual, I'm not alone. I have people around me. I I, I like to be social. And uh, tonight I'm social together with Amanda. Hi, Marty. Hello. And also, in the room next to Amanda is a guy sitting. His name is Tom. Look to Ogar, Marty. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> and right next to me, I have Beata. Hi. Hello. And as usual... Well, not as usual. Last time we didn't, but we're we're getting back into how we used to do things. We have a guest on the show. We have Mister the Scrub himself, Sai. How you doing? Hey, how's it going? Doing good. <laughs> good. I feel like we need some put... context for just calling him a scrub. It's just like, oh yeah, we're just, <laughs> yeah, we're just, we're just resorted, human. just resorted to insulting the guests already. Usually, we wait about five minutes before we do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we don't wait that long. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Sai, so you're doing a podcast, right? Correct. It's called Scrubs vs. the World. So there we go. That that That's where the scrub came from. Yes. So basically it's a show aimed at folks who enjoy the World of Warcraft and are not that great and want to get a little more better. And uh, if you are more better already, uh, hopefully we can uh, borrow your knowledge and help the unwashed masses get a little more better. There we go. All right, as we did in the last episode, we are still in this uh, uh, the the third season where we have a theme which is blockbustered. Blockbuster. We picked a movie. Well, you picked a movie from from a, a pre-selected list of uh, blockbustered movies. Let, let's hear what it is. Lights, camera, action! It's time for the synopsis. This month on Five Point Five, we watched Warcraft. As an orc horde invades the planet Azeroth using a magic portal, a few human heroes and dissenting orcs must attempt to stop the true evil behind this war. There we go. We picked the Warcraft movie from 2016. Uh, this is a 6.8 rated movie. It's quite high con- com- compared to what we normally do. Um, but we did pick this as a blockbuster movie because I think it is, you know... I, I think it did make make the money home in the end, but I think it's considered a blockbuster movie because it didn't do well in the US and Europe. Uh, the only reason that it actually made money in the end was because of, of uh, um, the, the Chinese market. Um, and I think there's also some people that might call it a blockbuster movie because of some minor changes to, to the story. But anyway, let's not uh, let's not dwell with that right now. Let's jump into the one sentence review and see what everybody had to say. Is the one sentence review? I have no idea what just happened. Honestly, could have done with more craft and a little less war. Aragon's really shitty day. It's Warcraft one. But it isn't. Really glad they snuck a murloc in. When I saw Tom's review, I quickly had to look over it to see whether Aragorn's actor was in here and I had completely missed it. 
<laughs> but like, like like the funny thing is there's like a fan made thing that people are like proposing people to make a movie where they're actually asking for that actor to be in that movie and I got really confused about it but I haven't confirmed he's not in that movie I just want to point that out <laughs> as to the other people who had no idea who all the actors were and that's what we're getting into now right yeah it is totally correct let's talk about the crew it's time to meet the crew So first off, the director, uh, I think if you're a Warcraft fan, you know this guy, it, it's Duncan Jones. He is known for movies as Moon, uh, Source Code, and Mute. I've watched all those three movies, and they're all quite cool movies. I have also watched all three of those movies. And have would... I watched all three of those movies, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> well, I will have to take a second to... I, I mean, I think... You've, you've definitely watched Moon with me. I can confirm I haven't seen any of them. <laughs> it's like, none of these sound familiar. Did I watch no. those with you, Tom? <laughs> well, so, source code's like a Groundhog Day mm-hmm. situation with Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have seen that. There you go. You just mentioned no. Jake Gyllenhaal, and I was like, oh. Ooh. You said the word of the day. Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> And I recently watched it, and I I don't know who I watched it with. It's possible I watched it on my own. Travis Fimmel played Anduin Lothar, um, who is the night dude, um, because I had to write next to all of this who Aragon. all the people are. Aragon. Uh, he, well, yes, <laughs> exactly. And he's known, I think, best known for Vikings, I think. Um, even I had, like, at least had an idea that he was in Vikings, even though I hadn't seen that. But he was also in The Baytown Outlaws and Lean on Pete. Everyone shrugs. <laughs> I've seen Vikings. I mean, obviously I have. Uh, well, yeah, it's about it's law. It's about, yeah, it's, it's about m- Danish Vikings. Why have Vikings? I'm gonna say I it's not like it? law that you have to watch that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as you, you know, as soon as soon as you want to become a Danish citizen, you have to watch the, the full series of Vikings. Well, I've already done that. So can I join you now? Is that how that works? That's how, that's how, welcome, you're Danish now. Go, go pick up your pack of bacon. You have officially become Danish. Excellent. Up next, we have Paula, we have Paula Patton, who plays Garona. And in the notes here, it says half-orc woman. Thank you, Birta. And you might know her from Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, Precious, and Deja Vu. Oh, I didn't know she was in Deja Vu. I have seen Mission Impossible. I haven't seen any of those. She was hot, though. You haven't seen Deja Vu? No. Oh, no, I'm thinking of something else. I was thinking of um, the butterfly effect. Mm. Mm. But that's not Deja Vu, so no, we, definitely sh- <laughs> we definitely shouldn't that's stop on it. that point and start talking about the butterfly effect again, because I'm pretty sure we've done that in the past. We have. Uh, next up, we have Ben Foster, who played Medivh. For Birta, the evil guardian dude. You might know Ben Foster from Hell or High Water. Three Ten to Yuma or The Messenger. I do not know him from those. No, what? I've seen Three Ten to Yuma. He was pretty good in that one, I thought. Where was it? I knew him from. I, I I know that I know him from something, but it's not from 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 those movies. He has one of those faces where like you feel like you've seen him a hundred times, but you cannot put your finger oh, on where you've ever seen him. It's my neighbor. Mm-hmm. Like he could be a background actor in basically anything, and you'd like, I don't know. Oh, he he, he had like a small. He's an X-Men, The Last Stand. There you go. He kind of looks like Aaron Paul in 20 years' time. <laughs> yep. That is not, not 
You're not wrong. Sure. Uh, we got Dominic Cooper plays King Lane Rin, or also known as King Dude. Uh, he's also in My Week with Marilyn and Captain America, the first Avenger. Like he plays Howard Stark, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I know him from Preacher as well. That's probably where I know him from. I knew him from. Oh, he's Howard in The Stark. Duchess too. Sorry, I missed that page break. No, I have seen The Duchess because my wife enjoys period pieces. They're all the rage these days. Because she enjoys them, I get to enjoy them as well. Against my will. Legit. <laughs> At least there seems to be, and you, you used the word enjoying it, so I guess you enjoyed hey, watching them anyway. I've learned to embrace it, you know. <laughs> I love history anyway, so it's like I'm just gonna, I'm gonna just buy in. Why not? I mean, you watch Vikings. That's history as well, so you know. Right, hundred percent true history. Roughly, yeah. Yeah, it took me forever though to watch the episode where old Ragnar goes down. I was just like, no, I know what happens <gasps> to him. No. Wow. Don't Sorry need to watch that, that then. <laughs> yeah. They all if die. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, everyone dies eventually, right? Spoilers. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> so next we have to- Toby Cabell. Um, and he plays Dorotan, um, who is like the good orc dude. Um and with then wife. we have with the wife, wife. Uh, yeah, like the one who has a wife, um, which is a part <laughs> of the story. Um, and then there's, uh, but he actually also plays an Antonidas, which I had no idea who that was after like hearing that name. But googling it, he was one of the Magic Council dudes. So like, I don't think he had had a long scene, but it's kind of interesting. He actually played two people in this movie, and you wouldn't know because you wouldn't recognize him in at least one of these ro- uh, uh, roles because the, he's an arc. Bit of information for our Hearthstone fans uh, out there. That's the card that when you play it and you play a spell, he goes, Aha! Aha! Isn't <laughs> <laughs> that best card in Hearthstone? Yeah, he's pretty powerful, I guess. Yeah. So he's I never not... get to play with him because he never comes out of my into my <laughs> hand. So. <laughs> so he's known for Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, uh, Fantastic Four, and Dead Man's Shoes. And actually, the only one where I've seen two movies, so that's Ooh. interesting. Yeah. Next up, we have Ben Schnetzer. He played Cat Guy, the mage boy, um, and he's also known from The Book Thief, Pride, or Snowden. And finally, we have the love of my life, Robert Kaczynski, who plays Orgrim. Or also known as the Orc Dude with Hammer. Love your nose, Birta. You might know him from Pacific Rim, Hot Pursuit, Captain Marvel, and EastEnders, where he played Sean for a very, very long time. I've seen all of those except EastEnders. EastEnders was something I added in for the the British audience. Um, Gotta say that, you know, I went out my way to add that into the notes. Um, I could tell it's not the same font size or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just threw that in there. That, that was that's kind of a long running British soap that he's not in anymore, and that was kind of his stepping stone to becoming orc dude with hammer. <laughs> <laughs> that's the crew. So I guess it's time for us to talk about the movie. What do we think about that then? The homeworld of the orcs is being destroyed by what is known as fell magic, which uses the energy of living beings to do whatever it does. 
The warlike Gul'dan unites the orc clans and uses his fell magic, sacrificing lives of many captives, to create a portal to the world of Azeroth. The first group of orc warriors goes through the portal to raid villages and get more captives to be able to use their energy to open the portal for everyone else. Meanwhile, uh, Anduin Lothar, or whatever his name is, finds that the mage Khadgar kind of did a little break and enter into the morgue of whatever the human city is called to look at the corpses from the raids. Um, the mage finds traces of the fell magic on the bodies, which prompts the king to send Anduin Lothar and Khadgar to the guardian, Medivh, to inform him up about the fell. I can't get into all the storyline here, but some of the orcs realize that maybe their warlock dude isn't as cool as they thought, and the humans kind of also happened upon a sexy half-orc woman. <laughs> there you go. If anyone don't know what to expect from this movie now, I don't know you what we can do for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Your I next think, movie is just watch it at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're not captivated by that, I mean, I want to watch it again now. <laughs> I think we should like, uh, like mention though that Birte in this situation is the only person who has no. Kind of general experience with the world of Warcraft, which all of us have or still are heavily invested in. So to me, like when this film was picked, I was really looking forward to actually hearing Birta's perspective and seeing how the story was for her, because I think like uh, me, Marty and Sai probably have the advantage of understanding the story from playing World of Warcraft and understanding a bit of the, you know, the story from reading books and things like that. Whereas I know Amanda's bit into the lore, but not quite as heavy. And Beard is just no <laughs> no past experience. So how how Old is that? Dudes. Old we've got a bit of and mage boys. Yeah. boys, two thousand and sixteen, and that's that's kind of that's what I'm looking forward to about this part of the the podcast. Is just does it even make sense? Because it makes sense to probably me, Marty, and Sai because we we know things that aren't probably right. in the movie, but it's that perspective from a, a fresh set of eyes how how is that going to translate so i think uh, i think it's a big thing that it does not translate too well um because there's so much lost on me that i think is not lost on others and i mean that always happens that if you have something that comes from a book or whatever like i don't think you understand the harry potter movies the same way that you do if you've read the books or if you've not read them as an example but i think in this it's extreme because you get very little introduction on anything that i think other people know and assume like there's the stuff about there seems to be some kind of council with like others than just humans but like I'm not being told about it who those people are like I see a dwarf for like I don't know like two seconds and I see an elf for like half a second and that's what, what all the introduction was about that and like the other time there's a king dude deciding things like who is he why is he having this kingdom and like why do I even care about this entire kingdom because I'm not really introduced to this kingdom either as something that I should be caring about um, so it's like a really weird thing of I understand the motives behind some of these characters but so much is lost on me in this whole thing and Marty into the entire time was like oh look at this little like animal thingy in the background running Hold around up. somewhere <laughs> and like I had no idea what it was but like it like had a really wide range of me not understanding a lot of the things that you know like were clear to someone else I think because you brought up Harry Potter and I think Harry Potter can actually as a movie it can stand alone and it works in that format 
because I've, I've never read, read the books. I've only watched the movies, but, you know, it makes sense to me. It's not like I have big questions about, oh, why is this thing going on in Harry Potter? I mean, the movies works on their own, and I, I can totally get why World of Warcraft might not work as a standalone movie, because I think there's a lot of things in there that, that we as a World of Warcraft players maybe take a little bit for granted. Because we know it. Well, we, we I live also it. think... I also think, too, like, I know they had to start somewhere, right? Mm. And the orcs coming through the portal in Azeroth, that's a pretty good starting point, because that's what kicks off all of the war stuff. Um, but I think, honestly, what they should have done was maybe do Arthas's story. And that's because you could get that one character, you can kind of build this world around Arthas, and go, okay, you know, this dude was, was this... I'm going to translate this story of Arthas for you after Sai's done making his point. Yeah. So, but but I think that story as a whole, there's more like references to similar storylines like in other media. So that could be a good standalone movie in the Warcraft universe. Um, but also, it could be that nice building block towards building the thing. Because then you could go forwards or backwards in the Warcraft universe because this thing's been going on for 20, 30 years now. So. There's a lot of content there, and I think getting that intro piece where everyone could kind of come together and and understand a little piece of this world would have been a lot a lot better in the end because, um, like what Beardo was saying, like non-players have no effing idea of what the hell's going on, and here we are now. We have these crazy-looking orc dudes coming through and killing things for whatever reason, but you know I think maybe starting at a different point of the history would have been better, in my opinion. Mm. Okay, Arthas, simplest terms, good boy goes bad. Think of Anakin Skywalker becoming Darth mm-hmm. Vader. That, it's kind of that kind of arc that he his, yep. he's the upstanding good boy of the Alliance, prince and noble warrior who picks up a sword that's cursed and goes uh, very bad, very bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I... And if they, I mean, I think you can still start the the first movie with this story because I think there is a good story in in you know the the, the war between when when the orcs came to, to this world. But I think that they should probably have gone for you know or, or Lord of the Rings length of movie. Then I think they should have added another hour so you could mm-hmm. actually explain some of all the stuff that's going on. Um, right. And, um, and I think that's actually the main criticism that I had about it is that. A lot of the character arcs, and that's in like, uh, how do you call them? Quotations. Mm, quotation marks, exactly. Um, are like they made no sense to me. Like, how is the little mage dude suddenly friends with the um, the knight dude when like all they had was like two scenes together so far? And like, how is the knight dude in love with the half orc woman after like? one like they're sitting by a fire scene and then them talking a little bit when she's in prison like there's not really much development of them ever falling in love or like like all that development just happens in so little time and I think it's a parallel that Birta, I see to Birta can I stop you for just one second they yeah. fell in love <laughs> <laughs> um, that explains it that was the missing missing piece yeah it was well, the magic. It, you know, it does whatever it does. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> but 
but I think it's a parallel that I see to the last movie that we reviewed. Um, that I think a lot of the story would have been amazing, an amazing world to show and a lot of story to tell, but it just didn't have the room, like Marty said, like you would have to make it a Lord of the Rings kind of deal where you break it up into something much smaller or like much longer to be able to tell that story appropriately and actually show the character arc of those individual people, which they, I mean, probably maybe didn't have the budget for to do that with a heavily animated movie like this. Hmm. That's um that's what I was actually getting towards alluding to in my one sentence re- review. Like I think the length of movie was probably fine, um, but the wars, the like actual war scenes, battle scenes dragged on a lot. Like there was, I went to the bathroom I think two or three times during this film, all during war scenes because I knew that I wasn't going to miss anything because the battles just dragged on and dragged on and dragged on. And like I understand, okay, like yes, it's Warcraft, like Warcraft, but really, like we could have done with a little less battle and a little bit more story development for people like Birta, who who's never been in, in this world before, and even people like me who have been in this world because I was still like Tom, who's that guy? Is that the guy that does this? Tom, who's that guy? Tom, what what about this guy? And like I probably disturbed that movie so much for Tom because I was asking so many questions about who the fuck all these characters were, right? And like what the story was because there was a lack of lore for a movie that was supposed to be quite a lore movie it really lacked and like I think if there was just a little less battle and a little bit more story we probably could have had a, nice, a nicer balance and a little bit more understanding mm. like a whole 10 minutes with uh, like fighting a clay golem or whatever it's just like what, yes. what is the point in that like, what, what was the point right. in this <laughs> like there's a, a big battle going on and we're fighting a clay golem mm-hmm. yeah. and then yeah. he comes late to the battle and you know just like that's the most normal thing to do and that whole is, is so weird to me that oh I'm I'm a lone human against all these orcs let's just swing down here pick up a body and get out of here because well, you know, he was level 60 obviously and all uh, those orcs right. were level 10 <laughs> uh, so okay, he just right. went in and went yeah um, in what what Beards might not know is that uh, us that play World of Warcraft we have uh, if, if you play Alliance you have a feeling that there's a horde bias where all Horde always get all the good stuff. They got all the, the cool story beats, all the the cool mounts, all the the good stuff inside of the game. And I feel like this movie did that as well. Because if we look, if we look at um, actual story progression, uh, or I mean character arcs, uh, then actually the, the orcs is actually the, the characters that has the most story arc that is actually explained the most and that probably makes the mo- most sense in this movie. I wanted right. to see more Magic Boy. <laughs> well, I, I think too. Like um, one thing that Blizzard has done extremely well is given an orc. It's like when you think of orcs, you think of just big green monster smash. These orcs, they do that, but there's also so many layers to them. And I think just like because I'm an like alliance an player, yeah, exactly, a big stinky green onion. Um, but you know, Not as an alliance player. Clean. No, well, they're bra- it's that's where that but all film of them magic are comes to play. <laughs> all of them are yeah. stinky, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. But uh, but I think the reason why the horde is so interesting is because of that. Like the horde stories in the games, when you play them, you find that you connect more with those pl- those characters because they're they're trying to find homes. They're trying to figure out like what the hell are we going to do to survive, and that's more interesting than established civilization you know we've been doing this for thousands of years we're humans we have the normal hierarchy and all that other stuff so i I think that's where some of that comes from 
But I think mm. in this movie, they did a lot of. They did. I feel like they did a great job with like Duratan and having you connect with him because, mm. you know, that's Thrall's papa and Draka, his mom. Wait, that baby Jesus. is Thrall? Yes. Yeah. That, that baby was, that is was Thrall. little Moses. It's baby yeah. Jesus. Oh, okay. It's, it's, it's baby Jesus. Moses. Wow. Dang. Uh, so, Jesus, like, as a player, when I watch this movie, it's like, damn, like, that is... For me, it was awesome because I got to see all those notes and, and see some of the struggles of what the orcs were going through. And then the humans are like, what the hell do we do? Like, how do you write a good story around what the hell do we do? You know? That's and what I, the writers said as well. What the hell do we do? <laughs> what the hell do we do? Yeah. <laughs> and I actually agree that, to me, the orc story was the most intriguing about all of this uh, because it was done the best. And I think all of the CGI budget also went towards the oh, orcs. Yeah. Like, very clearly. They like look so free. I forgot how good the orcs The look. orcs do look yeah, really look good, great. but everything else, like and the then, backgrounds, like, why did they put single bushels of grass in places and stuff like that? Like, it looked like a theater set. Everything outside, like yeah. it was, it looked like they were trying to make it look like it was legit into inside the game, uh, but in a bad way. And even the the dwarves look so bad com- com- compared to you know yeah, how great the orcs looks. I mean, to be honest, I'd rather take like uh, Lord of the Rings dwarves and put them inside of, of the Warcraft movie. That would look so much better, in my opinion. Right. Well, that's like the standard issue dwarf right there. Just mm. pop those babies in everywhere. You're good to go. <laughs> Yep. But I would have liked to see some night elves in there too, and some uh, gnomes because they were big parts of the alliance, and the alliance is not just humans. So I think but that's not- another place where they kind of fell down. Yeah, but they were not there in, in the first game. You know, Warcraft One. This movie is about Warcraft One. There was that's only true. orcs and orcs and humans back then. You have to yeah. you have to follow the law and don't change it. You know, like <laughs> like they maybe might have done. <laughs> Retconned a couple things. A couple? <laughs> I, I so, what is it that they changed? Because I have no idea what they changed. Like, well, we're going to have to break the, the this whole ending, into a four-part. The whole ending basically is, is not there. The whole... Dalaran is not in the air at this point. Uh, Dalaran mm-hmm. used to be a city on the ground. Uh, yeah, that's loads of stuff. That is way different. Wait, where the, yeah. where was there a city in the air? The city in the sky where he flew to, the, the mage boy flew to when we went inside that stone thing. That was the city in the oh, sky. Oh, the little cube thing that yeah. also isn't in the game? Yes. Huh. Hello, die. And had that voice in it and yeah. everything. I don't even know who that is inside that cube because it's not, it's not from it's any not established law. No. No. <laughs> but that's where the actor was the second time. Yeah. Yeah, he was there welcoming him. I didn't even know it was Antonidas. Uh, that was there. I didn't know that that character was actually in the movie. So, so yeah, I learned something today. <laughs> yeah, <Let> go. <laughs> well, and that just kind of shows you, like, on the on the human side, like, what the hell do we do? We're gonna make mm. shit up. Well, and what's interesting is like Medivh's story is actually super interesting as well. Mm. Yeah, like his is like I wish they would have gone more into his mm. kind of ideas because like having him. Um, without spoiling too much here, but like his adventures into the other realms and working with Gul'dan um, are super interesting. And like his, that whole palace there with Morose, like his little hand, his uh, main servant guy, hmm. like Morose is a super interesting character in the game. That's where the Karazhan raid takes place if you play. So Burning Crusade. So there's a lot of really interesting things that they could have yeah. really got into. Damn it! Sorry, I keep hitting my mic. 
Um, but I think, I think they, like the time thing, like you're saying, the timing wasn't there, or maybe they had too much wrapped up in the, the CG budget, because mm-hmm. I think there's a lot more things they could have done to to kind of paint a better picture for non-player viewers. Yeah. And I think you're pointing out that he also had a really interesting story. It's actually one of the main flaws that I see, is that this movie had essentially two villains. Mm-hmm. Um, because they it had two villain stories at least who were kind of the same villain because they were kind of on the same side but it kind of also wasn't because there were two fights happening against those two people so it kind of split up the whole story and that's what you know you meant earlier with like that whole clay dude and stuff like that it kind of split up the whole story versus usually they would you would have something where even if there's two villains you might go to one of them first and then you go to the other but we kind of had the story happening the whole time with both of them and like it was kind of a weird thing and too much at once and I'm not sure if that is solvable if that's really how the lore is or if maybe they changed the lore to, for this to happen I don't know but yeah I, I think yes. most mo- most of this mo- movie is sort of new to everyone uh, <laughs> even you know people know the lore because sure the story beats is probably you know is there but all how everything happens it's just new yeah. Um, but but I think I think we have like the same situation here with this movie as we had with the last episode where if they had done like a, a TV series, ten episodes, mm-hmm. fleshed out the story over ten episodes, would have been it, amazing. It would have been so good. Yeah, yeah, it would have been that would have got more people into this universe because without spoiling too much I know they were trying to build this was supposed to be like episode one of a uh, like a trilogy kind of thing I think that was the idea behind it mm-hmm. but to understand why Medivh the guardian of Azeroth is even working with this butthole Gul'dan um, you know there's a whole thing behind the scenes on why those two even come together in the first place and I think what Blizzard ran into is they are like we need to make a movie but we have so much content we could draw from. And to try to cliff notes this whole section is extremely difficult to do. Yeah. And I think it's especially difficult to do if you have a fan base that cares so much about the lore. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really, really difficult task to do. So Amanda knows this. I've recently been very much into Shadowhunters and stuff. And there the series does a thing where... It uses basically the bones of the books, but like then fills it with a lot of other stuff and moves the bones around and stuff like that. Mm. It basically makes a cat out of the dog a little bit, but like it still has the same skeleton. That's a really bad analogy. I don't know why we came up with that, but it's still like, it's still like, you know, it has a lot of the same things. The characters have the same love interests and stuff like that, but it doesn't have entirely the same timeline and things like that. And it's a really interesting way of doing it but it upsets so many people who have read the books or who care about the lore um which you just gotta stop reading books you just gotta stop reading books if you're gonna watch tv shows (laughs) and movies stop reading books books Mm. are bad that's right they're not really i I was just wondering if if maybe they should have done something completely different maybe they should because you know the world of warcraft universe is so large and there's so much you know story and lore that we haven't actually explored maybe they should have gone down that route and be like this is something from the world of warcraft universe but it's maybe not something we have you know experienced that up close in in the game so and and things like that because you know there's a lot of also just like in warcraft 3 a lot of battles going on in there but Mm -hmm. you know the overall story is very uh, 
quickly won over. I'm pretty sure if you zoomed in on, you know, the everyday citizens in the world or something like that, you could have made something quite quite cool and amazing out of that. Oh, it could have been. Like, if they had the, all the, like, unlimited budget, unlimited time, guaranteed that they're going to make everything they wanted to. Mm. I mean, you have characters like Ashara that's playing behind the scenes through all of, like, Warcraft 3 and early World of Warcraft, even. Mm. And she doesn't even show her face until Battle for Azeroth. Like, her story's super interesting. And yeah. we have all these characters in this universe that are extremely interesting. And I think that's why I was mentioning earlier, like, if they would have zoomed in on Arthas, for example, that was when the game was at its peak. Like, yeah, it's not the intro, but um, here's a story we can all relate to, like the Darth Vader-style story. So already it's going to be interesting. Um, but then you can just kind of introduce this world and what the Alliance is, what the Horde is, because at that time they had really cool characters still. Because you had uh, uh, Tyrion, Fordrain in there and then you had a couple other guys like on the hordes i don't play hordes so i don't really know but <laughs> i know they were there yeah and <laughs> janus like, as well right Jane is yeah janus there but like Sourfang's story is interesting you know the the old general and his kid gets turned into a death knight and then we end up killing mm. his kid and he has to come and collect him and it's really sad and all this other stuff yeah. and there's just so many things they could have done with that i think that would have brought more people back into this the fray here, if you will. No. So that's my opinion. I, I, I think I, you're right. To be honest, like I, I get what you're saying, but I feel like if they were going to start with something, I feel like it makes sense to start with what they started with from just because there is so much. It feels like this would have been the the best foundation because it introduces the likes of Gul'dan, which connects into many stories, including the Arthas story, in some way. And it feels like this this made sense. And I think, to be honest, when I first saw the film, I was still playing World of Warcraft. I, I'm, I'm not playing anymore. I, I kind of quit that drug uh, about a year ago. And I still enjoyed watching this again. But I remember at the time watching this and felt like I really enjoyed it because I was playing the game. And I felt like, in a way, that this was made for people who play Warcraft. It, it was made for the, made for them and everyone else yeah you might get something out of it but I don't think you're going to get as much out of it as somebody that's invested in in Warcraft and to be honest even though the story was a little bit different from what we knew I actually didn't mind because you got to you got to see the the lands and the characters that you had engaged with in game on the big screen and I actually thought overall it was a very enjoyable experience and you know the 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 aspects of, of, of the story where there's a few tragic events I actually thought you know like they were, they were they were quite well done at the time and to be honest I still felt some emotion like watching the film again uh, and yeah I, I think I, like they, they, they needed more time they definitely needed more time for mm-hmm. a film like this and to squeeze it into just over what two hours two hours it's, it's just it's, it's you're always going to make these same arguments of, battle. Yeah. of like we needed more time and I think they did cut some stuff with regards to like night elves and yeah. everything like that yeah which... I think that, that, that was quite a bit that ended on the cutting floor if I remember correctly yeah uh, one I... thing that I wanted to uh, point towards is am I mistaken that in the game like people play female characters a lot mm-hmm. and like how many female characters did we have in this we had one fighting, fe- two fighting female characters. If you count the one that was heavily pregnant, 
Um, so like they 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 were really. They were really, they were really badass women. The one, the two that we had, and then well, we had the 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 um, queen, but like she was just bringing food basically. So like we didn't like. I was really disappointed that they didn't have equal female and male kind of like orcs fighting and stuff like that. Because at least with the orcs, I would have expected it personally. But the humans kind of also too. But like I was disappointed in that heavily. Mm. I think the the one big thing that's missing from from this movie that would have saved it all is my character. If that had been in the movie, <laughs> this would have been amazing. I think we reached that point where last last comments. Uh, if anyone has the last comment, then now is the time. Else, we'll go into the judgment. Yeah, like to echo Berta's sentiment, um, I totally agree with that because, and that's something my wife noticed too. It's like where are all the the ladies at? Because mm-hmm. when you play the game. There are a lot of female characters, and just a nice mixture. Like it feels like a, a live world where everybody's in there kicking everything's ass, and there are a lot of kick-ass humans and orcs that are female. So that that, that would have been nice to see. Yep. Yeah, it's something that Blizzard had, has always done really well is like a gender balance in their games in terms of NPCs and like in the player base as well. Um, so it was disappointing that it wasn't reflected in this, especially in the orcs, because being more like a, a natural race, I feel like it would have been more gender balanced in in terms of their warriors. Um, so yeah, that that was definitely disappointing that there was really only one highlighted there, and I'm like, but she was obviously not the only one. Like, if there's one, all of the women orcs would have been in the fray of the battle, but we only saw one, and she was pregnant, so therefore she was discounted from battle, so... There was actually a second one. There's a second female orc as well that, that is just mentally crazy uh, that dies really, relatively early on. Just want to, to I want to point out that the half orc woman also f- fought. Like she was the other one. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. But but yeah. No, I, I totally agree. The balance was off. I just want to say as a final thought, a movie that makes over four hundred million pounds with a budget of one hundred and sixty million is considered a flop. I don't know. Yeah. What, what world do we live in? <laughs> like, what world do we live in where uh, somebody's made, you know, three hundred million, and it's like, no, that wasn't good enough. No, it wasn't. That was good trash. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So. so, so the majority of the money came from an Asian market. Did really well there, and it was yeah, it really appealing. Which I think, I think it's kind of a shame that we don't get to see any more, because yeah. it, it didn't do well in Europe or America. Like, I think. Hey, it's World of Warcraft. That's the world. If it's doing well in part of the world and not well in the other, but it still made you money. But it didn't make it you didn't, enough money. <laughs> it didn't do well enough in Azeroth. That's the main issue. That's right. <laughs> anyway, let's. In Outlands, uh, it killed it, but not here. Not yeah, in Azeroth. Exactly. Yeah. Let's get to the judgment. I think we'd kind of have an idea, but let's get into it anyway. It's time to meet your judgment. Stick, bump, or bust. So this is where we decide the fate of this movie. Uh, the rules, the, the rating is like this. It's stick, bump, or bust. Stick, this movie is definitely a, what was it, 6.8. This is definitely 6.8. It doesn't deserve any higher than that. Uh, it, it's just, it's good as it is. Bump. Oh, this movie was great. It's amazing. It should have a higher rating. 
Oh, the last Kitty one. already bumped it. <laughs> oh, the last last one is bust. Uh, yeah, no, this, this movie six point eight. It's way too high. It should be lower. It should be five point five or something. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's start out with uh, let's start with Amanda. How you doing? I don't know. I am debating between a stick and a bust. Um, it's definitely not a bump. I think it could be a stick because. Um, Nope, nope, we're going with a bust, actually. Um, but I would bust it, like, I wouldn't bust it a lot. Like, I would probably bust it down to a 5.5 level. Um, because, like, there's a, there's really good elements of it. Um, but I think if you don't know the lore, it, it's lost. And, yeah, that's that, that's it. It's a 5.5. Alright, so we, we start out with a bust start with a bust uh, so let's see let's see what happens next Beata you up I have to repeat what Amanda said that there was a lot of lost on me and I mean me saying things like magic dude and whatnot or magic boy um, just shows you that you know like I had no idea who was who um, and I think a movie doesn't it's okay to have a movie that's for the players of a game or for the fans of a book series or whatever I think that's totally fine but it should be at least somewhat understandable for people who are completely uh, in the unknown and I think I understood the main story but there was too much lost for me to give it a 6.8 so it's a bust so two busts so the the, the two the two persons on the show that has the least knowledge of the law is busting this movie let's oh let's get over to the the the, the people who know all the law and are experts ish let's start with tom <laughs> i feel like you need Expert to ask a... somebody else with that introduction <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm going to stick uh, i think and that's that is predominantly because of existing warcraft knowledge and from playing the game for or playing world of warcraft for so long and and digesting a lot of the lore outside of the game i was able to appreciate a lot of things easter eggs to say you know you've got the likes of the the murloc in there the uh, the dungeon meeting stone the the flight master in 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 that town in that city the human city uh stormwind and you know there was little things that you could really like love and acknowledge if you have played world of warcraft and i think as a a movie you know the video game that's been turned into a movie i think it it was done fairly well considering uh but probably not enough for me to you know to be like stark raving about it like oh this is this is the next lord of the rings because it definitely isn't like it it really lacks a lot so i think in in that regard i just gotta stick it stick it yeah so we have two busts one stick it can go anywhere still um Let's let's. Uh, I, I think when it comes down to myself, I would love to bump this movie. I would love to bump it because I I, I really really enjoy this universe, but and it looks amazing. It looks so good, um, but I just don't like. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a lore fanatic. I don't like the changes that they did to the lore. I think the overall story is just not good enough. So, but I still love World of Warcraft. So it's a stick for me. So, two sticks, two busts, it's up to you, Sai. Tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. So, for me, like, I know I started off saying what this movie should have done. 
to to make it better. Um, I still loved this movie. Like it kind of scratched all those itches. Now there were things I was missing, like you know, where are the female characters? Where are the other characters and races that are involved um, in the world? Because they they show them, they show night elves and they show dwarves and they kind of show this council with the humans. And it's like, okay, you've you've opened a door. Why aren't we going through it a little more? But anyways, that's besides the point. Um, like Marty was saying, you know, I, I didn't really appreciate some of the lore changes as well, but I still enjoyed the movie. Like, I was highly entertained. I want them to do a second one if they do get a chance to do it, or even redo this one. I don't know. Um, I'd be all on board for it. I'm going to also have to go a stick on this as well, just because my personal feeling is, like, my enjoyment level was, like, more of a 9 but I can see where folks who don't play would have a problem with it. So I think a 6.8 is pretty pretty darn good considering. Yeah. There we go. So I think we ended ended on a stick then. Uh, it, it, it doesn't deserve higher, but it's not all half bad either. So uh, so there we go. That's another one, another episode down. Thank you so much, Sai, for joining us this week, uh, month oh, even this me. month. Yeah. So yeah. you you mentioned that you you do a podcast, and so now is is your time to do shameless self plugs. <laughs> yep, I have my my co-host and I, my co-host Pro Jolly and I, um, do the podcast. So if you play World of Warcraft, like we try to interview players to capture pieces of knowledge to share with with other folks so like uh you know i find the best like i learned the best from other people i don't necessarily learn from reading a guide or watching a youtube video so that's kind of what we do so we have a good time just interviewing folks and laughing and and sharing that sweet knowledge awesome if you are listening, have you watched uh, Warcraft the movie? Do you have a one-sentence review? Send it our way. Tom, where do people do that? Uh, you can find us over at 5.5.reviews or over on Twitter and Instagram at 5.5.review. There we go. Now, with all that out of the way, I think we have a full show. So thank you all for, for participating this this time around. It was good fun. Hi. Let's yeah. say goodbye. Hi. What are lions? How are you going to edit the kitty out of this? <laughs> She's purring over you. <laughs> kitty is now it's a part fine. of the show. Yeah. She's yeah. part of every show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always, like, in, at least in the last five minutes of us recording, she comes in. Like, Always. as soon as we go to stick bump or bus, she's yeah. always there. It's the, it's the key. She has an opinion. She has an opinion about it. So. Yeah, it's she always... agrees. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that a stick or is that bump or bus? I don't know. It's hard to know, really. This month on 5.5, we watched Warcraft 2016. <laughs> Warcraft 2016. <laughs> I don't know if we need to say the year. I don't know. I don't know, but it's there. So I was like, do I say this? I'm going to say it with a question. The homeworld of the orcs is being destroyed by what is known as fell magic, which uses the energy of living beings to do whatever it does. The warlock Gul'dan unites the orc clans. <laughs> by the way, do I need to laugh so much? <laughs> 
not funny. Because you're on the spot. <laughs> this is serious. She's just about to talk about it. It's because she was getting to the part of sacrificing <laughs> lives of many captains. <laughs> Hilarious. I'll be straight now. Meanwhile, uh, Anduin Lothar, or whatever his name is, uh, finds that the mage uh, Khadgar kind of did a little break and enter into the morgue of whatever the human city is to look at those arc. Beerta's synopsis is, like, honestly, they're the best. Uh, I don't know why I'm so giggly today. It's, like, really bad. Because this is such a precise synopsis here. <laughs> Whatever it is. Yeah. That one place. I don't, I don't know why it's so much. Here comes that one guy. I've never seen Beerta <laughs> Brook before. <laughs> All it took was Warcraft the movie. You did it, Marty. 2016. <laughs> 2016. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not over one from Beerta.exe that stopped working. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh god. I Imagine if we had done cats. Like, I don't know. I gotta say, like, I was so looking forward to hearing Gertrude's perspective of this film, and it has definitely lived up to its expectations. <laughs> <laughs> this show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com. 